Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of K and J Talk About Stuff. Discovery stuff. Talk about stuff. (laughs) Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. We're still working on that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we are taking a break from music. And we are going into movies. Yay. Exciting. And our first movie is... Da-da-da-da. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. Yay. (laughs) So exciting. A Wang family favorite. Wang family favorite. We own the DVDs. Of course. Only the original three. The fourth one's not that great. (laughs) We don't talk about that one. We don't, the fourth one doesn't exist. Yeah. What fourth one? Really okay, only cool. like, this is the one that I remember the most. Maybe like the first one a little bit, cause it's like the first one, but this one is like the most iconic Indiana Jones movie in my mind. It is. Well, and also, you know, Bobby's been making the same no ticket <laughs> comment since you were like a tiny baby. Of course. How could I ever <laughs> forget this movie? Oh, so. you can never forget this movie. This is a this is a family movie. Yeah. This is a Wang family classic. Criterion the Criterion Collection of the Wang family Definitely. collection. For sure. Yeah. Alright. So I guess we'll 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 jump in. So I think we have some I put together some questions and we've both taken some notes. But why don't you go first for your your impression of this movie and the the various memories you have of this movie. Go for it. Was that the first question? Okay. No, this is not. Oh, okay. We're just talking general about the, we're just talking about the, movie. the movie. Yeah, general pressures of the movie. Yeah. Um, well, it's just like a really fun watch. Like as you're going through, as like I watched it with mommy, and as we were going through the movie, I feel like at some points I could just like quote some of the phrases that they were saying from like mm-hmm. memory, even though I haven't seen it in a while, and like it was just like really funny for like an action movie that like I remembered it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of moments that were like, I had like a lot of favorite quotes <laughs> piled up. But um, yeah, overall it was like a really fun watch. Um, and like, I guess like, it brings back a lot of memories of like watching it together like as a family with like mommy and Bobby. So that was mm-hmm. fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's not on the big TV, it's like on our little like Netflix. Yeah, it's great that it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there, did it feel like you remembered pretty much the entire movie or were some parts you were like, oh, I don't remember this part that well? Well, before watching this, I feel like I definitely got the time, like the plot lines of the first movie and this movie mixed up in that I thought that a lot of the things that happened in this movie were like happened in the first movie. But it turns out that like everything that I remember about Indiana Jones happened in this movie and I really don't know what happens in the first one. You mean Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Because I thought in the first one they were still going up against like the Nazis and stuff. I think they are. I think this is just a different group of Nazis. I see. So it's a reoccurring yeah. villainy. Yeah, it's a very anti. It's a very anti-Nazi trilogy. Yes. 
yeah. They are the they're the main enemies, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, cool. How about you? What was the last um, time you watched this? Also, before rewatching it for this podcast, it had been years, many many、mm, years. Yeah. Um, probably back when I was still at home and we watched it as a family. At home, that's、um, a long time. That's a long time because it wasn't on Netflix for the longest True, time. True. Yes. And、um, yeah, so I was like,、uh, I just booted it up on Netflix one night for this podcast and just I watched half of it and then I finished it at home.、Um, there was pretty much there's so many scenes where I was like, I remember exactly how this goes down,、mm-hmm. and. Uh, I actually forgot about the book burning scene. Oh, was yeah. In this movie, and then I I watched I, I I remember it coming up, and I was like, we have to go to Berlin. But it's like, no, we have to go to this other place. It's like, no, we must go to Berlin. The di- the journal is there. <laughs> and then as soon as the scene starts, I'm like, oh, this is hilarious because he runs into Hitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have an exchange, and he signs the grill diary. And I remember watching that part as a kid. I'm like, that is hilarious. Yeah, that was、This、like perfect comedy. Maximum irony, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he like sees it. He opens it up, and he's like, signs it. It's like, get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah I I agree with you. I, there's so many for an action for an action adventure movie. This movie has so many laughs. Yes.、Um, yes. And I think those have definitely.、Uh, Persisted over time. It feels like a movie you can still go back to. It's like, oh, this is really fresh humor.、Um, yeah, I like another yeah. part. I get what you another mean. Another part was. By,、uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> no.、Um, I I was gonna say I get what you mean by, like, I guess like not remembering specific scenes until like that sequence comes up, and I'm like, oh, like I remember what scene is going to come next, and like what happens here. But like、yeah. it's still like a fresh experience because it was like so long ago that I watched it, and also like the comedy is like still fresh.、So. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say yeah for sure, and it's it's so fresh. And it, it, I just remember I think that this this movie is part of like the family collection because I have a lot of memories of Bobby making these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and、uh, two two particular things come to mind. One is the library scene. Yes. When yes. He's、exactly. like he, the guy's like flipping the book, and he's like stabbing. That gets <laughs> like me stabbing. still. Like every time. Yeah. And, no, I just yeah for sure, and I just remember Bobby making that joke. It was like every time that scene comes out, he would reenact <laughs> it, and I would find it hilarious. Yeah. And then the other one was um, uh, towards the end, right before they go into the final challenge, and they go into the like the tomb, uh, and and uh. That he fights with the the nut the German general or whatever and he goes off the cliff,、mm-hmm. and then Sean Connery and and his his sidekick they're like looking over and they're like super sad.、Oh, yeah. And Indiana Jones is like he's like he joins in he just like looks is like he like nods、yeah. along he's like oh this really oh what are we looking at here? <laughs> I love that scene. It's so funny and I think what what sticks with me as opposed to like other action movies that we've watched as a family is that like. I remember distinctly Bobby making those jokes. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, he's like, oh, I like this part a lot." He's like, "Oh, look, he's looking over this, <laughs> looking over the cliff," and I was like, "Uh, it's just like a very wholesome memory、yeah. of like, of like all of us enjoying these moments together." Yeah,、so. it's like yeah, it's a very special movie without getting old,、us. you know. For sure, yeah, it it still feels like you know you could put that out today, and it doesn't. Like a lot of movies, really just suffer from like the technology problem. Like you see like a phone booth, and you're like, okay, this is like, 
or like you see like a giant cell phone that's like huge and somebody's using it to, to call somebody and you're like okay that that looks dated yeah um but because this movie is like of the time it's like oh there are still nazis around this movie is ageless it's timeless right yeah yeah okay well side question which isn't meant to be a long side question but do you think there are aspects of this movie that did not age well uh that's a really great question um no and i'm trying to think if there's anything problematic with this movie i can't think of any like rewatching it there was nothing that i like stopped the movie and i was like uh, <laughs> kind of poor taste like the language i mean like a lot of old movies suffer from this mm-hmm. like the language especially uh or like abuse against women yes <laughs> or uh just like the general sentiment uh towards like uh, uh immigrants and and people of not uh caucasian descent <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, but I feel like this movie, I mean, they're Nazis, obviously, but that's, that's like, yeah, these Nazis are bad. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Do you think there's anything problematic? I was, I, I was thinking about it, like, during the movie. I feel like especially, like, now, like, it, like, increase, there are, like, increasing opportunities to find fault in mm-hmm. dated movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but, like... I feel like it's, again, like what you said, since it's in this particular time period, I feel like it makes sense for a lot of the things that, like, happened in it to, like, like, it's, like, accepted or whatever. Um, Yeah. Especially, also, like, what you said, like, the abuse against women part, I feel like the main female character, like, was the villain mastermind. She was, like, part of that thing. So it's, like... Yeah like and intelligence i don't think i mean i mean obviously she just dies at the end but mm-hmm. i don't feel like like nobody hits her i don't think right nobody hits her no i feel like yeah. she's like a complex enough character that like it's like she provides an interesting part of the story and she's yeah. not there to like serve a purpose to the male characters of right. this well like kind of but like she she has her own agenda is what i mean and i think that's really good character work because you're you're absolutely right like when um she's she's like uh at in berlin when he's at the book burning and reclaims it and and she's like you know all i have to do he says all i have to do is squeeze and she says all i have to do is scream right and then she's like she she's trying to let indy know that like it's not what she wants to help the nazis win she's like i just want the grail mm-hmm. So I th- I do think that's good character work, and you can see it at the end when she's like, "It's okay, we can still get it," and she's like willing to risk her life and lose her life ultimately for it. So I do think that's a really good character work. It's just a really solid movie. Yeah. I think there's a lot of nuance to it, and it doesn't. It's not heavy-handed. Yeah. Which I think is why you and I are still talking about it. <laughs> what is this? Thirty years later? Thirty-one years later? Really? It came out in like the nineties, right, or something? Uh, Last Crusade. <clears throat> No, okay. Although this movie is thirty-one years old, there was one thing that like I didn't catch when I was little, but like yeah. rewatching this movie, it was when Elsa or like when, like, what's the what's his father's name, the like Indiana Jones uh, senior, 
Oh, it's it's just uh. I think it's just Indiana because he's Indiana Jones Jr. Okay, right, which is why so, he calls him Jr. So, yeah, exactly. But so I think he's Indy as well. Right. Wait, really? Like. Henry, is that his name? Indiana Jones. Hold on. Yeah, Henry Jones Jr. Oh, Henry oh. Jones Senior. His name is Henry. Right, because he says at the end, like we named the jo- we named the dog. Indiana, That's right. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah, why yeah. I was like, we his name the... isn't Indiana. That means no, no. <laughs> Indiana's a nickname. His name is Henry Walton Indiana Jones Jr. Right. And Sean Connery is Henry Jones Senior. Okay. So okay, yeah. the thing that like went over my head was that like Elsa got with like both the father and him. Yeah. Like yeah. I did not. <laughs> get that part as a kid to be to be fair i didn't catch that either <laughs> and then and then upon rewatch i was like oh that's what they were talking yeah. about it was like how do you how do you know it was like how do you know oh she talks in her sleep i was like what yeah <laughs> yeah so i watched this movie before you were born and i totally didn't get that reference either <laughs> And now it's just one of those things where, like, yeah, of course, I, I, I get it now, obviously. But, yeah, it's it's easy to just kind of, like, dismiss that. Because they're never, like, it's never overtly, like, oh, this is clearly talking about X, Y, and Z. Right. It's just, like, an offhanded comment as a moment of comedy. Yeah, it is kind of cheeky. Like, It's cheeky, yeah. <laughs> which I like. I appreciate these movies that are not, like, in your face about it. It's like, oh, if you got it, you got it. If you didn't, it doesn't really right. matter to the bigger story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little things so to discover in future watches, you know. I know. I I wonder, I, I definitely don't have as deep of a memories of the other two Indiana Jones movies, for sure. I really don't um, remember I, what happens. Maybe if I watch it, I, think, I will remember. Ha, well, have you seen all three? I think we've definitely watched Raiders as a family. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we watched Temple of Doom as a family. I feel like I watched that one like in college randomly on my laptop. Yeah, I don't think I watched that one. Like, Temple of Doom is the one with, like, the guy ripping out that other guy's heart with his hand. Yeah, I definitely did not watch that one. That one was a lot darker. That one featured uh, the little Asian kid, too. But, um, yeah, I I don't have many memories of that. (laughs) Anyways. All right, should we get to these questions? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right, I think there's only five questions, but feel free to add some more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, favorite character, I guess this is favorite non-Indiana Jones character? As in favorite character that's not Indiana Jones. Okay. I listed three, but I will have to say that my favorite is Sala. Yeah. He was just like... Spoiler alert, I put Sala. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a great guy. Like... Yeah. Especially, like, I feel like the camel thing just, like, did it for me. Yeah. He's just, like... Right. As payback. <laughs> right. Like, he's not even, like, thinking about, like, life or death. He's just, like, I need to, like, no. pay back my, like, brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. That's really funny. And also, just, like, his moments where, like... He's, like... He definitely is, like, helping them do stuff like when he's fighting and stuff or like not even like that when you remember at the very beginning ish when he was he finds marcus at like the very crowded place and he keeps telling marcus to run but marcus is just like 
what? Like, great, great she's clueless. Scene. Great scene. Yeah. He's like, yeah, the papers place is like, oh, there's no, uh, there's no such thing as this. And he's like, run. And he like punches the guy. <laughs> yeah, that was it's a great. great time. It's great physical humor. It's, it's yeah. absolutely great. Because he's, he's not uh, as like dense as Marcus to be like a little on the annoying side. But like, right. he's just like a comical character to watch. Yes. Yes, for sure. Definitely, definitely best role player in my opinion. Yeah. Who else did you have on your list? Okay, my two other favorites were the dad and Marcus, although yeah. they are like a bit like dense or kind of like two in their own worlds. They're like academic worlds to like yeah. truly like feel the life or death situation to the point where they get right. kind of annoying, but uh-huh. They are very funny, so I will give them that. Fair. Fair enough. I, yeah, I put Sala. I think Sala is great in terms of just, like, he's street smart, so he kind of, like, is that indie kind of... He's kind of like the indie when indie's not in the scene. Right. He's, like, he knows what's going on. He knows how to, like, get people out of situations. He knows that, like, the bigger thing doesn't really matter. He just wants his, he just wants his camels. <laughs> yeah. Horses? Horses or camels? What, which one do you want? The camels. Yeah, the camels as repayment. Yeah, so like, he's he's very much just there to have a good time. Right, and, and he's not as like heavy yeah. as a character as Indiana Jones, so like, like I, yeah. I wasn't thinking of the favorite character in terms of like, in excluding Indiana Jones, but like, Salah is just like my favorite character overall. Oh, okay, movie. yeah. But... Yeah. Including Indiana Jones, would you say Indiana Jones is your favorite? I would say Indiana Jones is my favorite. Yeah, I think just because like he has the most interesting things happen to him, and the things that he does are the most interesting. Yeah, I think if I had to rate, yeah, but that's like if I remove him the equation, Sala is number one for <laughs> sure. Yeah, because yeah. like the adventures are like what you're there for, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Question one. Question two. Favorite moments. You should answer this one first. Okay, I have three. Mm, um, I also... Uh, I put four. Okay, I have three. So, my my absolute favorite is uh, the, the... Basically, at the end, when he tries to uh, get the um, get the grail. Mm-hmm. So, the three challenges. The path of God, the word of God, the breath of God. I, I think, like, in terms of iconic movie moments, that's, like, top five all time. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a lot of movies in my lifetime. Um, it's just so well done. It's so memorable. Like I still find myself thinking, like the penitent man, the penitent man, yeah. the penitent man. and the penitent man kneels and he like kneels and like the blade comes out. I was like, oh my god, that was so crazy. Yeah. The first time I saw that and the last time I saw that, like a couple weeks ago. Every time it gets me. I'm like, I'm in. If I see this on like TBS or TNT or if I still have cable and it was just on, I'm like, okay, I'm sticking around for this scene right. for sure. Word of God. Always remember, Jehovah starts with an I. Idiot starts with an I. He always says that to himself. And uh, Breath of God, when he takes that leap, I mean, like, being, like, I don't know, maybe 11 or 12 when I saw this for the first time, I'm like, okay, this is crazy. He's about to take a leap into nothing. And then they do the shift the camera. And I was like, oh, what is this? (laughs) Blew my mind. It blew my mind. And, like, I'm still impressed, like, 20 years later that they managed to do that. It's it's incredible filmmaking. I, I am very impressed. So, yeah. Um, and this is, like, and two, still pretty okay. early in, like, the 
I, don't, I guess not like super early, but like I feel like now there's all like CGI magic and stuff. This is like right. like pretty early on in like the movie magic technology. So like that was like such a cool moment. Yeah, I mean, this is why people say like Spielberg was way ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. Like he he put this out, and it was just like holy crap! I didn't even know this was possible. Um, so I'm I'm super impressed by that every time. Uh, and then two other scenes. I I think this. Upon rewatch, I picked up on these, um, but they weren't things that I remember distinctly. Like I, I would have picked the uh, the scene where he does no ticket, but I, I feel like I wanted to pick out some other highlights yes, to talk about. Of course. Uh, second one was the chase sequence from being tied up in the castle, oh, leading yes. to the double uh, the the motorcycle chase where like his dad is in the sidecar. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole sequence is just fun. And, yeah. like, the music is great. John Will- like, John Williams is on top of it. It's, like, it's so good. It's, like, da 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 And it just feels like the adventure is starting. <laughs> and they're, like, and they're, like, they're being tied up. He lights the, uh, the carpet on fire. Yeah. And they, they, like, run into the thing. The thing rotates. The woman smiles at her. She screams. Right. They're shooting at them. They run off. Uh, you know, it's just like bang, bang, bang. Like that whole sequence is just so well executed. And like the way that he subtly does the boat first, so they chase right. after the boat and then yeah. they come out of the car and then the chase and then like just... Yeah. Smart like, even he, under like, pressure. Smart even under pressure, but like just that whole like sequence of like being a continuous chasing from like nighttime in the castle to daytime getting away and then leading to like just the best like sequence and then all the way leading up to them deciding to go to Berlin that whole sequence is amazing right. I, I love that part yeah uh, I really enjoy that and then lastly this is the part I mentioned earlier Hitler signing the grail diary <laughs> at the book burning I was I was just like man this is really underrated I don't think about the scene enough the fact is he ended up at the front of the line gets them to sign the grail diary and he's just like he just has that tiny little smirk and I'm like that this is perfect this is a perfect scene you don't need to say anything else. There's no dialogue between him and Hitler, and he gets pushed out of the way, end of scene. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Right. I love that. I, yeah, I um, love that they, like, chose to include the scene because it's, like, not exactly, like, a necessary thing to, like, no. the whole mystery and, like, adventure part. Not at all. It's just, like, yeah. funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's really... it's uh, uh, there's, a, there's a great... Uh, expression in music like a flourish mm-hmm. and and a lot of people use that to describe like little pieces of tiny bits of cinema where you're like oh the director was just like in his back and he was just like i'm gonna pull this trick out and if you catch it that's between me and you yeah. if you didn't catch it it doesn't really do anything to the storyline mm-hmm. um and that was a flourish that was a really nice flourish i really enjoyed that yeah that was okay a good time. Those, those are my three hit me with yours Okay, my favorite was also the end sequence, but I narrowed it down specifically to the Leap of Faith part. That was, like, my favorite of the three. Um, Because I also remember, like, as a kid, like, even though it's, like, super adventurous and stuff, there's the mystery puzzle aspect to it, too. And that's the part that intrigued me the most at the end. So, like, the Leap of Faith, like, I... Like, watching that for the first time, I just had no idea, like, what was going to happen... Like, was he going to, like, fly across the pit or something? (laughs) Um, But, like, that, like, whole sequence leading up to the Leap of Faith was just, like, amazing. So Leap of Faith was my favorite of the three. Um, And 
as you said, like I can still remember like each of the phrases that he says before like each of the different stages. Um, those are just iconic. Okay, so for my honorable mentions, I have three, which are different from yours, so this will be interesting. The first one was the train chase when he was young. I feel like seeing that time, like when he was still a kid and like seeing like with his origin story was like, it was just like an iconic scene for me as a kid because I always remember that one like frame where he's like in the train car with the lion and he like does the whip thing and he like whips himself and like cuts himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And then also like the part with the snakes and then he goes into like the magic box and stuff. Like all of those are just like, it's just like a foreshadowing of like what's going to happen to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course it like ends with that one dude like giving him his hat, like his iconic like Indiana Jones hat. And like that was just like a kind of like heartfelt moment. So I like that part. Um, so that was like my first honorable mention. The second one was the birds and like the umbrella where like the dad opens his umbrella. (laughs) Like that was also like a very memorable scene for me. Like I always like remember looking forward to that scene when watching this movie because like the dad has his moments where he just has like some inspiration in his cloud of academia where... Like, in the scene that you said that you liked, he just, like, sits down in the chair and, like, the solution presents itself and it, like, tips back and, like, it presents, like, the stairs, you know? Yeah. At, like, the end of the the chase in, like, the castle. Um, yeah. And then, in this part, he just, like, opens his umbrella and, like, the birds just, just fly into the plane and it solves the problem. Um, yeah. So, like, I liked those... I feel like there's a trend where, like, I liked those pieces that are like clever and like you're like huh I like wouldn't have thought about that but like that's an effective solution um yeah and then my last honorable mention is of course the no take trick scene that that was just like a good moment but I specifically like the soundtrack for that scene because it sounds very comical in itself right um so it just like signals that that scene is gonna come so that was great Yeah, these are these are classic moments that you pick. So, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about each of them. So, I agree with the the beginning montage is very memorable, and I think in like ten to fifteen minutes they managed to establish his whole backstory. Yeah. In that one adventure, and then to to cap it off, it's like it shows so many things about him. Like he's he's very much an idealist he's very much like this belongs in a museum even when he's like facing death it's like this belongs in a museum and it's like he's always going after what he believes is the right thing to do even if it means like you know being on the ship and like going after this coronado thing and it's right. just like i forgot I think about it that establishes part, like what is going to happen in the rest of the movie and it's just very well done obviously this tiny little flourish is like the cracking of the whip the hat um yeah it's it's all very impressive oh even like his relationship with his dad right yeah his dad is very much like less paying attention to him and more paying attention to his like pursuit of the grail Mm -hmm. this is just like foreshadowing everything so i thought that was really good so i agree with you on that yeah it almost like at the time when i was watching it i was like this scene feels like really long 
but mm -hmm. it gives you a lot of information and it has its moments of intensity so yeah 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 also uh r.i.p river phoenix who played young indiana oh River phoenix who, who was the younger brother of joaquin phoenix who was in a bunch of the joke he's in the joker movie he's in a bunch of other movies as well gotcha yeah so and then uh the quote which i also enjoyed the quote from the uh, umbrella scene I suddenly remember my Charlemagne. Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful little scene right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, the soundtrack is really good. I really like the music in this movie. Yeah, like I can most distinctly remember the No Ticket scene soundtrack, where it's like da 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 da, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it has like the feeling of like comical like whimsicalness to it right right like leading up to uh uh the the, the military guy doing the newspaper down to yeah see his face and he like looks up he's like what, what? yeah <laughs> oh so good this movie's so good all right cool uh next question favorite quote all right you go first oh my goodness i have like so many favorite quotes most of them are like like comical quotes yeah but yeah. all right give give me with them okay i need to pick like my most favorite one though you can give me the whole list i mean like there's no rush in this <laughs> okay i'll give yeah. you the whole list and then i'll decide which one is my favorite okay, okay so cool. the first one is um when they're first starting to be chased and there's like like indiana jones is with elsa is that her name elsa yeah. Okay. Yep. And like they're on the boats and they're being chased, um, and like it, Indiana Jones is like, "Why am I being chased?" or whatever, and like stuff like mm -hmm. that. And he's just trying to like fight off the people. Um, and then this one guy, he's like holding the guy to like the propeller, like about to like kill him, and he's yeah. like, "Like, tell me like what is going on or whatever," and like, yeah. like you're like I'll kill you, or whatever. And the guy says, my soul is prepared, is yours? And like... Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, that quote is like... It, it like feels like interesting. It like... There's just like something about that quote that's just like very ominous. And in light of all the other comical quotes that I have, it's yeah. like very heavy and it speaks to the religious aspect of this movie like how they're going out to the grill and like what that weight actually means like for these people um and, it, and then later on ties it off with him getting shot in the crossfire yes um it like i feel like this was also another thing that i didn't really like pick up on when i was little like i didn't understand that there were like more than two sides of like the battle there's, like, mm. also the people that are trying to protect the Grail from, like, mm. being found. That's a great point. Um, so, like, I only thought that there was, like, Indiana Jones and, like, the Nazis. And, like, right. they're both just, like, racing to, like, find this. But, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But I feel like it also, like, on, like, a short tangent, I feel like it also goes along with the issue of, like, when you discover these things are, like, 
are you doing the right thing by putting them in a museum <clears throat> and stuff, which is like a whole issue in the beginning with Indiana Jones being like, this belongs in a museum, and like the other guy's like, yeah. no, it's in my possession now because like I found it or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's another issue, but whatever. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe Indiana Jones isn't correct. Maybe the grill should have been left alone. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess in the end, like, it was left alone. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> After the destruction of the temple. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow, okay, I have a lot. Okay, so the, my next... Uh, this is, like, where it starts to get into, like, all the comical quotes, but... Sure, yeah. Um, I just wrote down, like, every quote that, like... Do it. Do it. Okay. Give me all of them. Okay, so when Elsa says, like, Dr. Jones, and then both of them say, like, yes, at the same time, like, I thought that was <laughs> cute. Um, and then another iconic quote, I told you, don't call me Junior, from Indiana Jones. Um, also from Indiana Jones, when he's, like, in the castle, and they're, like, tied up, and the other guy's, like, where's the Grail book, or whatever, and, like, Indiana Jones is, like, or, like, whoever is, like, it's with Marcus, or something. Um, and then he says, like, like, the, the, uh, the Nazis are, like, oh, like, go find Marcus, or whatever, and, like, Indiana Jones is like, the hell you will, he's got two days head start, he speaks a dozen languages, he knows every custom, he'll blend in, disappear, whatever, and it cuts to, like, Marcus just, like, absolutely, yeah. like, struggling, <laughs> like, that was a great scene. <laughs> and he's like, does anyone speak English around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. yeah and, then, and then later on, he's, uh, Marcus once got lost at his own museum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that was another quote. Like, are you kidding? I just made that up. You know Marcus got yeah. lost once in his own museum. Yeah, um, nice. nice. And then also from around that scene time um, is when Elsa kisses Indiana Jones goodbye and she's like, this is how Austrians say, oh, this is how like Germans say goodbye or whatever. Um, or like Austrians. Oh, and then um, the guard comes up and like, like punches him or something this is how like yeah this is how germans say goodbye <laughs> and then like uh i feel like the dad or someone says like i like the austrian way better yeah exactly <laughs> that was pretty great yeah um okay next one i really liked i don't know why this is so funny to me but when marcus got put in the tank with the dad and like they like it's like they're reuniting or whatever, but they're still in like the enemy thing. But like they're just like two like bumbling little academia like old men or whatever, and they do yeah. like their little handshake, which is like where did that come from? And it, they yes. say like genius of the restoration aid our own resuscitation, and then they do it's like super a little, nerdy. It is like, <laughs> you feel like a little like secondhand embarrassment for like their nerdiness, but like it's yeah. like kind of endearing it's cute it's cute it's like a cute little moment <laughs> for them yeah yeah they're like such buddies yeah um <laughs> okay and then the next one it tells me that goose stepping morons like yourself should try reading books instead of burning them which was mm, from good one who's that from that was that was indie after he gets slapped in the face by the, uh, the 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 Nazi guard right. multiple times, and he like he grabs them and he's like, "You should try reading books instead of burning them." Yeah. Like, that's a great scene. I yeah. like that one because it shows that 
the dad has like a little bit of flair in him and is not just all like in his own like what a like grail stuff like he also yeah. like makes an effort to like snap back at them you know exactly exactly yeah and then my last quote is okay this one i feel like this one is my favorite okay at the very end when they're in the room with all the cups and stuff and like elsa chooses the cup for the the evil dude um and then he drinks it and like dies consequently uh the knight says he chose poorly like that was just mm-hmm. a great line he, like the way he delivered that line is it just, like killed me it was good mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's my end is that the whole list yeah that was my whole list okay we're we're definitely siblings because i picked two out of those two. <laughs> i have you got two out of my three so my first my favorite quote was the last one you chose which was uh both he chose poorly and then when indy picks right he says so like seriously you have chosen why and that meme i've definitely used that meme before (laughs) you have chosen wisely love that love it's just like it's it's in such a short amount of dialogue you can go you can convey so much yeah you convey so much about like what has just happened and it's just great so yeah I, i love that uh, the other one that uh, I picked that you already picked, which was the uh, the hell you what he's got a two day start <laughs> with any luck already he's got the grill already I love that that's just a great like in your face and then he's just like it's a major bluff yeah <laughs> exactly uh, and then the last one I picked this is this is one I didn't remember but then I remember I, and then I saw it it's like oh this is actually really funny uh, it's when they're uh, basically when the when the big uh, I guess the big uh, plane is turning back around mm-hmm. uh, and they're like into the smaller plane and he's like I didn't know you could fly a plane fly yes land no yeah <laughs> it's like, oh it's so good this is like it's just like a nice little zinger yeah. to throw in there there's so yeah, many the, iconic quotes in this movie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for sure movie. I I will happily rewatch this movie anytime <laughs> I think it's, it'll just bring back a lot of joy yeah yeah. Alright, those are my three. Cool. Uh, next question. Which which character would you want to play in the movie, existing or new? This is kind of a weird question. Yes. I, I admit this in hindsight. Yeah. We might have to we might have to come up with some new questions. <laughs> I admit this is my bad. Uh, okay. I ended up picking Sala because that was my favorite 90s character. Because it's just like it was just fun for him to be involved, and he was just like such a jolly guy. Yeah. So, that's what I said. I had some, I wrote down my choices, but, like, looking at them now, I, I'm like, why did I choose these people? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, no, it's we'll okay. new questions okay. after this episode. Um, okay, my two choices were the dad, because, like, he's, like, pretty great, and, like, yeah. he does some fun stuff without having to yeah. be, like, be in, like, the dirty parts of it, you know? Especially the rats. Like, the rat scene. I was thinking about, like, Elsa or, like, Indiana Jones and, like, the rat scene with, like, the coffin. Just, like, oh. Um, and then my second yeah. one was Donovan, which, like, I'm confused about that one. But, like, I don't know. I liked how he, like, dressed fancy and, like, collected all this stuff. And then, like, got to be, like, the evil person at the end. Um, he's definitely an interesting character. Yes. He's, he's interesting, for sure. Yeah. He has a lot to do. Yeah. He has a lot to do. And you know, like, I feel like the evil people are, like, the fun people to play. For sure. The villains are very fun to play. Yeah. For sure. 
I agree. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, last question. What do you think happens in a story after the end of this movie? So I think this basically boils down to unanswerable questions, which is from the other movie podcast that I was telling you about. Mm, yeah. Mm. I feel right. like... So, did you did you write down questions or did you write down things that you think happens? I wrote down two questions. What did you get? Oh, I wrote down things that I thought like would happen. Okay, cool. Yeah, good. Why don't you go first? Well, the ending was just like a literal riding into the sunset type ending. Literally. But I guess Sala would repay back his brother-in-law. Uh, happy for him very happy for his brother yeah that one dude would probably like you remember that one part where like this is like a scene that I like just remembered but um, when they're trading like the Nazis are trading this like royal guy for like his tanks and stuff and like they're like we'll oh, give yes. you these yep. treasures and stuff and he like walks mm-hmm. over to his car and is like I want this um, yeah. I imagine he'll be like riding that happily, or if he if he's still alive, which like I don't know if he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He definitely he definitely got some joy rides out of that really nice German. Car. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Indiana Jones would probably just like go back to his teaching job, like, which right. is like kind of funny. Like, okay, one thing that I didn't understand was why were there so many? Like, I've been thinking about this. Ever since I was a kid, and I still don't understand, it's probably a really simple explanation, okay. but, like, why were there so many students, like, outside his door, just, like, trying to come in at the very beginning? I think he was just super popular. I don't, I don't think there's anything more than that. I think he was just super popular. Maybe he became a bit of a celebrity for his escapades. Oh. I, would, I would certainly think if there was a real-life Indiana Jones and I was taking a class with him at, like, college... I will certainly be at office hours <laughs> trying to, like, talk to him. Like, just think of, like, some hotshot professor who just came out with a book who's, like, a New York Times bestseller, and it's, like, in a field that you're really interested in or you're studying. You want to be like, okay, cool. I want to learn so much from this guy. Yeah. Okay. Like, I had a professor in college. Uh, he recently passed away, unfortunately. But he was... Um, he was on the economic committee for uh, Ronald Reagan in the 80s, mm-hmm. like in the White House. And he's like, uh, he was, he's published crazy amount of papers and economic theory. And he's like a big name. So like when I took a class with him, it was very much like I went to his office hours and I just sat in there and he taught me like macroeconomics, which was wild. <laughs> it was just wild because I was talking to this guy who was like di- dictating the economic policies of like, the country in the 80s yeah so it's just like i totally understand how like certain professors just have that like charisma imagine if you had a professor who literally was out there reclaiming artifacts for your school museum right <laughs> right that's insane that's nuts right just think about that oh i i stole this from some oil tycoon in abu dhabi and you're like what <laughs> Right. That's really interesting. Could I get your autograph? Exactly. Right. So I, I totally see that for him. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's any more than he was just really popular. That makes sense. I like when I watched it, I was like, is it because they're angry that like he hasn't graded their papers yet? <laughs> <laughs> Cause he does say something about like I'm behind on like grading and stuff or uh-huh. whatever. I'm sure he said I don't know if they had TAs back then, but they definitely should have TAs to grade 
actual people right. at school. Right. Yeah. Like, and yeah. like I, I wasn't sure if they were like angry or like they wanted to like no. see him. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it was just popularity. Yeah. That's funny though. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Why haven't you graded my homework?" <laughs> I mean, How it makes you? sense for me. Like. No, that's funny. No, that's fu- no, it's 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 funny. I like yeah. it. Okay, what else? Did you have anything else on your list? I mean, like, no. I feel like they all would just like go back to their normal lives and like, because they didn't yeah. even like reclaim an artifact in this instance. It's just right. another experience that they've gone through that was like right. really intense but like they don't exactly have much to like come out of it so yeah that makes sense that makes sense all right so i had two questions mm-hmm. uh and these are probably totally unanswerable um first question do they actually live forever what do you think what do you mean the well the grail promises eternal life and indy and his father both drank from it so well by that logic are they both immortal no because once you cross the seal it like doesn't work anymore this like one of the things that the knight said um the price of immortal life is staying inside that chamber forever so like if you want to be immortal you have to stay in there and like keep drinking the water and stuff but once you leave like once you cross the great seal or whatever then it no longer stops it, like stops working that that makes more sense because his his companion was buried under the library he also drank it but he left mm-hmm. he crossed the seal and thus he actually died mm-hmm. that makes more sense okay like the many times i watched this i actually thought it meant the cup can't cross but like if you drink it and you cross that's totally fine right but i see what you're saying yeah i see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, also, like, wondered that. Because, like, at the time, I only, like, realized that um, it was his dad that, like, drank it. I didn't, like, remember that, like, Indiana, like, also drank it well, he had when to he was drink testing it. Yeah, to drink it to prove it. Right. right? He had to drink it to prove <laughs> I it, didn't yeah, remember. So, hey, like, I, was, I would always just ponder, like, is his dad going to, like, live forever now? And I, I was like, that's right. great. That means he can, like, go on adventures with Indiana Jones now and, like, not die. Yeah. But like also no. it was kind of it was kind of just brushed over how like he poured the water on the wound and then it just <laughs> it just all right. of a sudden it yeah, was just, just like, healed no scar yeah. like why wouldn't there be a scar there should be a scar right yeah like he shot you with a bullet right i feel like there would be at least a scar before you just said hey you're you're cured right but you know religious magic and so also, Religious like, magic, movie magic, is the bullet right? inside him now? <laughs> right? It's like, is it an exit wound? Do you have to pour in the back as well? Or is he just still bleeding in the back? There's so many questions. Yeah. Does it, like, dissolve the bullet inside you? Did, like, from it's a biological magical. perspective, this is very, this is very much, like, hand-wavy. You're just wavy all this away. <laughs> Listen, there, were, there was, like... Like, how long is the movie? Like, an hour and maybe two hours of, like, intense action. Right. There's some leeway for hand-waving here. Yeah. If they made that movie today, they would have to be like, okay, is there an exit wound? All right, pour some of this water in his back. <laughs> the bullet is going to disintegrate. He's he's good. He's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely hand-waving, which is, which is, again, I think too over... We're overanalyzing. Anyways, <laughs> second question I had... Um, is the Grail lost forever? Because, 
I mean, the, the whole thing comes down on itself, it feels like it would just be gone forever, right? I feel like that depends on if the grill can, like, break. Because I feel like if it, like, just, like, tumbled in there and, like, the building collapsed, it would, like, probably break, right? Like, even just, like, shattering on the floor or whatever. I imagine, yeah. Right. Um, and it, it was just, like, a simple cup. I feel like it was, like, the water plus the cup that, like, made it special. Because, like, yeah. by itself, it was just, like, a carpenter's cup or whatever exactly. that belonged to well, Jesus. Um, yeah. Which, which also raises another question that I just thought of. What exactly was going on with the cup reacting with the water? Like, what was going on in there? Or is that more religious hand-waving, don't worry about it? What do you mean the cup reacting with the water? Well, like, so Donovan drank from the other cup. Yeah. And he, he completely, you know, turned to dust. I mean, let's fast forward this movie to modern times. <laughs> let's say the same thing happens and you get like a chemist in there to look at like the actual breakdown of what's happening inside of that cup. I wonder what is going on in there. Or would it be like, don't worry about it. It's, it's just religious hand-waving and, and there's nothing actually going on inside the cup. It's, it's literally supernatural stuff. I mean, I feel like the fact that it grants you immortal life should just like be the indicator that it is hand waving. So and you're so. telling me it's not just calcium and vitamin D in there. <laughs> no, those it's two just will fortified make you water. live forever. <laughs> yeah, just pour There's calcium and vitamin D on any wound, and the bullet yeah. will dissolve. There's a lot of B12 in here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right, and then like the other cups have like arsenic or acid in there or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just melting away. I feel like. Like, if there were a logical conclusion, like, that would be it. Just the other cups would be, like, covered Just in, like... Acid. Yeah, like, poisonous stuff. So if you drink <laughs> from the other cups, like... Right, it, like, melts your insides or whatever. Exactly. I Wait, I had a follow-up question to your follow-up question, though. Okay, do it. Um, do it. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Well, it's not exactly a follow-up question, but it arose from your question. Like, okay. this temple was literally just in like the desert right so like how come yeah. no one has found it yet that's true i guess that's it's true. such a conspicuous entrance it has like columns right. and everything and it's in like a crescent canyon that like obviously people know about so like how come there aren't like tour groups that just like come and like they're like that's oh a great point. maybe a it hadn't been discovered by tourists yet because you got to keep in mind, this is, like, during Nazi-occupied times. So we're talking the 40s. So maybe, like, you didn't have, like, group tours going there. You didn't have, like, Chinese tourists going, like, <laughs> okay, true. walking to the canyon or whatever. Right, yeah. True. But they knew uh -huh. about the Crescent Canyon before they went there, right? Which means someone else must have found the Crescent Canyon and put it on a map or something, right? <laughs> well, well, true. But, so here's another follow-up to your follow-up to my follow-up, <laughs> which is... I feel like we're how... just arguing, like, semantics now. Well, this is the interesting parts of the movies, right? Like, it's the things that they don't explain that are interesting, yeah. right? So, how do they even know about the rough... So, like, you remember that part about when he was like, 
uh, I always had the sketches of where to go, but I never knew where to start. And then as soon as he said the name of the city, it's like, but of course, this is the starting point. But it's like, how did he even get the diagram? Is it just like from the story of the scriptures? Like, oh, follow this south to the canyon of the crescent moon. And he just kind of like, all right, this is kind of what a crescent looks like. And this is, that's my map. I guess so. Like, I never there wasn't really, Google Maps yeah. back then. So he was just like, he was just like trying to figure out, okay, let me just draw a half crescent on a piece of paper and bam, that's my map. Yeah, I never really understood the part where he talked about, like, how he found the trail and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I imagine, like, that's basically what he did. <laughs> I mean, they got there pretty easily. It, it the, the movie kind of just like, hey, this is the place. Yeah. You just got to start here. And then here's some, like, here's a story describing this other thing. <laughs> and then, bam, you're there. Yeah, maybe they cut out all the scenes of them arguing about, like, getting lost. Navigation. And, like, yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> I told you to ask for directions. Right. But... Little do we know, this is like three months later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They've been in the desert for three months, and then they finally made it to this Crescent Moon Canyon. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're here now. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. It's it's a 90-minute movie. They, they, they had a very limited amount of time <laughs> to incorporate this yeah. stuff. I mean, um, okay. I feel like follow-up to the original question okay now that this temple is like collapsed and stuff right. do you think in this universe people would try to like go through the ruins and like like i feel like how does this what even is this place is it like a cave or something well so the place where they shot that's an actual like historical site like, the front of that, that's a real place. Yeah. Um, temple in uh, Last Crusade, real life location. Yeah, so, like, the, the outside of that tomb is, like, an actual location. Um, yeah. I'll have to find it for you later, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's like a, like a a real location. Oh, found it. So this place is called uh, yeah, it's a part of Petra Jordan's Lost City of Stone. So it's in it's in Jordan. Oh, that's cool. City of Stone, yeah. It's it's an actual place. So like. In our lifetime, you can go visit this thing. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Does it have yeah, anything would... to do with, like, uh, like the Holy Grail or whatever? Or is it just, like, a place that looks cool in the canyons? No, I, I have no idea. But this is an actual place that you can go to. Uh, I'm sure they do tours. Uh, <laughs> they, they do do tours. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Like, they go there now. It's like, ah, the Grail. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or they turn into acid, right? Yeah. Or they turn into dust. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's a real place. Um, but I think, to your question, let's say there's a continuation of the, the time the, of that timeline. The grail is under all that rubble. I would 100% believe that modern technology, they would basically go in there and try to find it. 100%. But also, like, okay, there were some things that I was, like, confused about in this okay. cave temple 
Okay. Like, with the leap of faith thing, is that, like, a crack in the canyons? Or, like, like you can see the sky, right? Like, I can't really remember. No, 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 you can't see the sky. No, you're inside the tomb. There's, it's just basically, like, a giant openness. Um, and then, like, I feel like it's just a fracture in that giant two pieces of stone where there's, like, a path. And then somebody built that thing. I don't know how. I don't know how they managed to do that optical illusion, but, Wait, but it looks like literally one single piece of stone that's like a path between two giant pieces of larger stone, and that's it. I have so many questions about the Leap of Faith scene. So, like, how was there, like, light to see? Or was it just, like, his eyes adjusted to the darkness? Or, like... like... I think it's eyes adjusting to the darkness. Okay. Second question, when he like steps out, he like takes a leap and it yeah. implies that like it's necessary for it to be a leap. Does that mean yeah. like if he just took a small step or like tried to like step down or like slide down or something, there wouldn't be anything there like in no, that first no, part? No, no, no. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a shifting thing. I think as soon as he stepped out, he could see what was happening. It was an optical illusion. Right. But like... If he only took a small step, like, out into, like, the open air. Yeah. Like, what if he just, like, sat down and, like, stuck his legs out? Like, would he be able to, like, touch the thing? Or, like, was it too far down for him to, like... Uh, looking at Google Images, it looks like as it's, it's right in front of him. So, basically, oh, you might be right. This might actually be outdoors. Is this actually outdoors? There is light. You're right. This is not just eyes adjusting. You're absolutely right. There is sunlight looking at the other piece. Where is oh, the sunlight coming from? <laughs> Where is the light coming from? Yeah, I think this might be open space. I need to look at a picture too. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to watch this on mute. Yeah, there's light in here. There's clearly light in here. Unless they set that up to just be movie magic, there's light in here. Okay, well, while you're watching the scene, when he steps out, is there, like, a gap between the first part and, like... No, there is no gap. So, basically, he didn't even need to take a leap. He literally just had to, like, walk out a tiny bit. Like, if he got on his knees and just, like, kneeled down and then touched out into the void, he would have felt the step. Then, There's no like, break. what's the point? <laughs> well, I mean, it's for dramatic effect, right? Like, <laughs> like, I think the way that they shot it, the way that optically it looks, like, if he looks down, which I'm looking at now, if he looks down, it looks like it's just a leap into your death. Mm -hmm. But it turns out to just be an optical illusion because the step is painted in a way that it looks like it merges with the wall on the other side. I feel like I have so many questions about this, though. Like, it, even if he looked at the thing, like the bridge thing, yeah. and he moved, like, from... Like, like, even if he took, like, a slight, like, shift to, like, the left or right, wouldn't yeah. he be able to you see? You might have noticed that, yeah. Because, like, the thing, the optical illusion, like, the image is staying still. 
but in reference to the other things in the background like exactly so that's that's a great question and i think this is a bit of movie magic hand waving um because it it looks like what happens is the surface of the bridge is painted in a way that resembles the background of somebody looking directly at it which to your point doesn't make any sense unless they're constantly repainting it because the bridge that's in the distance would be changing over time so naturally like the color would be different Mm -hmm. right or the bridge would degrade or something could be on the bridge where like it would basically break up that perception that there's nothing there so there's so many questions about this there's this bridge is way too well maintained for any of this to make sense because looking at the scene this bridge is like pristine Although somewhat like, in his defense, if you look at the scene, it's clear that the, his opening is very small, so he can't like move from side to side that much. That's right. And yeah. also, he hears his father like screaming out in pain, so like <laughs> clearly he's under pressure to like do the right thing. Yeah. I think this is a bit of movie magic. I I don't know how they managed to do this, and then like. When they when they cue to the very end and he looks back and he scatters the the, the rocks onto the bridge, mm-hmm. this looks very much like it's just computer magic. I I don't know what they did to do it, but it looks very impressive. And I don't think that bridge, I don't think with the technology that they had, they could do this. But again, it's a cup that grants you eternal life, so I'm pretty sure they could do whatever they right, want. Right, exactly. <laughs> Taking that into consideration <laughs> at the end, I feel like yes. that explains a lot of things. I feel like that was the most high-tech of the three. Because, like, the first one is just literally two blades. All right, okay, fine, whatever. The second one is literally just, like, uh, the the letters, and it's, like, it falls into the ground. Which also, no, okay, here's a follow-up question to all of these follow-up questions. The second one, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say there are people in the past who got to the second one. Right. Doesn't that mean <laughs> those gaps would have always been there from people falling in? They're not just magically replaced unless the dude is coming out and be like, all right, it's time for me to replace it. So people died yesterday. I got I to put the J back. I got to put this I where it is or the J needs to go back. Like, right? You're never like, is the dude coming? It's like, oh, I'm out of letters. I got to order more letters. That's why he's so tired. He has to go right. out all the time. He's just like, ah, don't these people know you spelled Jehovah with an I. These idiots. Oh, my an absolute um, like get off my lawn type dude like, get off my lawn for sure so i think like maybe uh maybe no one has gotten to that point so far i mean clearly by the time they've gotten there um the the first dude that goes in he gets his head chopped off so he clearly didn't make it mm-hmm. so i don't think maybe because he says like oh last you've arrived so clearly it makes me think Nobody else has even made it to the second stage before Indy did. But also, maybe this is, like, the first time that someone has discovered this place? Because, like, we talked about this so. before. So, like, this is these are, like, the first attempts to, like, even try to go through the three yeah. at all. Agreed. Agreed. For sure. Yeah. I think that's true. Man, so, in I'd... which case, that makes sense. Which is why, like, the second challenge... All the letters were established, and he was like, okay, I'm going to take a stab at it. Yeah. Okay, I also have, like, doubts about the second one, though. Like, what if you just went and, like, 
just like took a stick or something and just like jabbed all of the letters until like the only ones that were left were like the actual ones. Like, do you really okay. have to like step on them with all your weight? True. Follow up question to that. This is very strange because if you remember, he steps on the J and it falls, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can see underneath these all pieces are held up together. Right. Kind of like connected to each other. It's not like there's a bunch of beams underneath it holding up the right letters, mm-hmm. right? Which makes me think if you poke out too many of the wrong letters, that whole thing comes off. It doesn't matter, right? Because it's, it's like the I is here and the J is here. Yeah. But if you like take out all of the wrong letters around it, that correct letter is going to fall too, mm-hmm. right? Just by the physics of it, right? So really, how did it even stay up? Is my question. How did it even? How did it, the correct letters even stay intact? Like, what's the physics behind? Like, which one holds up the bad letters, and which one? No, which one holds up the good letters, and which one doesn't hold up the bad letters? Well, in my head, I always explained it as the reason that you just said wasn't the reason, where I thought there were like columns underneath the actual letters. No, if you go back and watch the scene, there's nothing underneath. Wait, it's like I'm gonna watch. It's like a. It's like a dessert where, like, it's just a one big layer. Right? Ooh, this one's in HD. Nice. Could have word of God. Uh, uh, what is this? Um, this is Indiana Jones. Crusade. Oh, true. It's like held up by nothing. Wait. Exactly, right? There's nothing holding up the J. This is not the scene that I remember, but... The three paths. Alright, so if I watch this dude step on the J real quick. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no. No, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I am wrong because... Yeah, I'm wrong. What? If you, if you completely... Okay. Here, I am I am going to share my screen, and you are absolutely right. There are columns. Okay, uh, well, I have a thing to combat that argument. Wait, no, let me, let me, oh, yeah. Can you see my screen? Yes. Okay. Look at this. Column, 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 column. But what about the tile that he's holding? Well, that's the one he fell into, right? So this is this is him falling into the wrong one. So he's up. Right. The t- oh, you're right. Yeah, the tile he's holding is is wrong. Wait. So the tile he's holding to... is the I tile. Starts with an I. That's when Indy says that. Yep. Look, the I so tile one goes, is right there. That one goes fast. Yeah. So you're right. So the other ones around it, these should also have fell. So I don't understand how those are in place. You're right. See, that's what I mean. This is just like one big layer of like a dessert and you poke it and then the whole thing should just come off. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know why this one is working. The beams make make sense. Also, this doesn't look like it's too, like this looks like he just falls on some very small rocks. Like this doesn't look that high. Right. Like he might break his leg, but I feel like he could climb back up. Yeah, considering his, like... <laughs> or maybe this is all empty down here. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to stop presenting. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. What? Back to the beginning. He saw... Did he see, like, skeletons or something at the very beginning? Like, I feel like that would answer... The first challenge? Yeah. Uh, which part? Here? Um, yeah. When he's, like, going in for the first one? Yeah. Or maybe I'm just remembering wrong. Probably. I don't I don't think he sees any skeletons. He, he feels the wind? And he's like, ah, new. I get the first one, but I don't understand what the point of the second one is. The point of the second challenge or the second blade? No, the point of the second blade, right? The first one, he kneels, but what is the point of the second one? Right, yeah. If he's on the ground, if he's on the ground, he kneels, this one he misses. But then if he kneels, he gets destroyed by this one. Yeah, I, I never understood it. that one either. Yeah. It was probably just like, okay. like speaking from the movie point of view as in like making this movie it was like a, to do the cool role and like avoid the blade that came up from the bottom but like yeah in the context of this like plot line like what <laughs> like you don't roll when you pray like yeah you don't do like a rolling yeah you don't do a forward roll when you pray so that doesn't make any sense the first blade i totally get he kneels. Great. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Iconic. Okay. But the, but there's no forward roll in praying. That doesn't make any sense. If you just kneel, like maybe if he like, maybe if he like just stayed behind, like stayed in front of this blade, he would have been okay. But still, he would have had to avoid this somehow. Anyways, that's a that's a questionable move. Yeah. <laughs> well, now right. we've poked holes in. All three of the, the scene that the we love the most. So, I mean, it just requires serious analysis. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's mm. very important. It's very important. So yes, I think back to the original question. Yeah, I do think um, there will be people trying to find it in today, today's in twenty twenty. If it's in that same timeline, I think there are people trying to find the grill for sure. Mm -hmm. Wait, did you ask your right. second question already? No, oh, I asked the two questions. The first one was, do they live forever, which we already talked about. And the second one is, the grail lost forever. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. I think that caps this episode. Any final remarks on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? I feel like now would be an appropriate time to quote one of the many quotable lines that they had. Do it. Which one is the best? No ticket. <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> no, no ticket. Ticket, ticket. <laughs> I think that's the family favorite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most iconic. Any more? Um, no, that's it. All right, cool. I'm going to pause my recording. Three, two, one.